You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The United States has expressed concern following comments by Burundian President Evariste Ndayami Shima uh, calling for citizens to stone same-sex couples in the country. Homosexuality is illegal in Burundi and punishable by imprisonment for a term of up to two years. Homosexuality is also illegal in other countries in the region, including Uganda. For reaction to this, we join on the line by South African activist Steve Lasecki. A very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning to you and to the listeners of SAFM. What is your reaction to the comments made uh, by the president, uh, Evariste, calling on citizens to allegedly stone same-sex couples in the country? We find this very problematic and concerning, um, you know, that president, uh, you know, of a country uh, can call for criminal act um, against its own citizens, um, you know, no matter how much uh, countries can still criminalize or you do not, uh, you know, protect uh, LGBTI persons, but to even call for such punitive punishment and torture of LGBTI people, it's really concerning and um, that you have uh, actually would undermine your own oath of protecting, you know, your citizens, but also really ensuring that the constitution that says humans are equal before the law, even if it doesn't quote sexual orientation, that on its own uh, is concerning of a full uh, full president incumbent. Now, in Uganda, for instance, they passed a law in May last year that carries the death sentence for certain categories of same-sex offences and lengthy jail sentences for others. How dangerous, Steve, is the widening intolerance of LGBTQI communities, especially by leaders in position of powers on the African continent? Well, we should know that such, um, you know, laws, the anti-homosexuality law like in Uganda, you know, come at a cost, and, and this uh, can toll lives at this moment. And we know that the silence that we see, particularly of the AU, um, really does uh, perpetuate these criminal acts. And the danger of it is that it comes at a cost where LGBTI people lose jobs, lose, lose their lives, lose their families, and, you know, they are actually uh, uh, isolated Uh, from society, they get arrested, uh, uh, abdicated, and tortured in, 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 in spaces. And to some extent, they flee countries and, and become isolated completely from their own identity and, and, and their own uh, relation in society. So this is completely dangerous where, you know, it's not only just about, um, you know, the discrimination, stigma, and, and violation. It also comes at a particular time where people may die um, as a result of these statements, but also as a result of um, the criminal settings. Now, African leaders even take this further because there is this notion by some African leaders describing homosexuality as anti-African and that it's a Mm. concept that was imported from the West. Your thoughts? I mean, it's a very problematic statement, and sometimes I find it very uh, uh, problematic that 
even our own leaders who may uh, actually, you know, <clears throat> not take a moment to read at least or get empowered uh, or sensitized for that matter, you know, around understanding um, that homosexuality is not new in Africa and uh, scores of of, of literature suggests that in many of the ethnic communities across the region and, and, and the fact that we do not want to really uh, understand uh, the history around homosexuality and it's really uh, uh, problematic. But I think we want to shift this responsibility to 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 the Western nation that our own understanding of what constitutes Africanism or what constitutes an African person and their identity and their history. And you know we want to really shift from that understanding. But I also think we are not confronting the real issues here of how even colonization itself has really deemed and introduced the concept of criminalizing identities and from intersectional level and um, that we avoid to confront the issue of 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 history of criminalization because of the color of our skin criminalization because of our sex and because of our sexual orientation and so forth criminalization introduced many concepts that even then African leaders are still continuing to hold on to this legacy uh, and that, that still perpetuates prejudice and discrimination. It is unfortunate, um, you know, at this moment that we continue to misunderstand, um, you know, the, the, the importance of human and human identities. The West is pushing back. The United States has now imposed a range of sanctions, including travel restrictions and removing Uganda from a tariff-free trade deal. The World Bank also suspended all future bans or loans rather to the East African country in protest. Do you think that the international community exerti- uh, is exerting sufficient pressure to bring a change to African countries that are anti-gay so to speak? United Nations introduced um, you know, the concept of universal declaration on human rights over 76 years ago. Um, many of our countries are signatories to this treaty um, you know, because we've always wanted a just society. We've always wanted an equal society and respect for dignity and integrity of all people despite any other ground of identity or, 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 or resemblance for that matter. Um, and I think we, we have seen how countries to some extent respect certain aspects of you know uh, the treaties, but other aspects of the treaties are not respected. And sometimes we have to really account for our misalignment or commitment. And unfortunately, it comes at the cost where sanctions may be introduced. This is not a new concept. South Africa has even historically faced um, sanctions because of apartheid and many others. And this is why you even see, you know, even in the case of Palestine and Israel, that uh, the concept even of taking matters of uh, a genocide 
through the International uh, Criminal Court, you know, is, is taken as a charge. So this is not new concept. It's how do we respond to lawlessness? How do we respond to disrespecting uh, uh, democracies uh, everywhere else? There's a clarent call on accountability. Mm-hmm. And when countries can exercise a cost correction or a correction of or repairing these injustices, this is where you would see that calls are made. But, you know, sometimes also this comes at a conflict where people or even countries yes. may claim sovereignty mm-hmm. for some sort. But that on its own, you cannot Yes. Lying and violation. I thank you so much. That was South African activist Steve Letseki. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.